Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We are your hosts, D and J, and we want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, you can also call us live and join in the conversation at 347-215-8305 at any time throughout the entire show. And if you want to jump in, you can go into the chat room anytime throughout the show as well, and we can chat with you. Almost definitely. That's right, love. And wow, where do we begin? Oh, my God. Today we are talking about infidelity and what it does to a relationship. And as we all know, when infidelity rears its ugly little head, it's no good for anyone involved, especially the partner in the relationship, you guys, that has been betrayed. We want to offer insight and understanding on the topic during this show today with ways to deal with it. You will be surprised, I bet, you know, at what you can learn. Um, also on the show today, we'll welcome a really special guest later on in the show, so stay tuned. And we'll also do sports, marriage, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle, and, of course, much, much more. Now, you know that's right, baby. Well, now let's begin with what infidelity means. Now, infidelity mm-hmm. is a violation of a mutually agreed-upon rules or boundaries in an intimate relationship, which constitutes a significant breach of faith or a betrayal of core shared values in which integrity of the relationship is defined. Now, if you just put that in common words, that means unfaithfulness to one's husband, wife, or lover, whether sexual or in a non-sexual nature. Now, there are two areas in a close relationship where infidelity mostly occurs. First of all, physical intimacy, and then you also have emotional intimacy. Infidelity is not just about sex outside the relationship, but about trust, betrayal, lying, and disloyalty. What makes infidelity so painful is the fact that it involves someone deliberately, now I'm saying deliberately, using deception to violate Uh, established expectations within a relationship. So first, we have sexual infidelity. Now, this refers to sexual activity with someone other than the partner one is committed to. Sexual infidelity in marriage is called adultery, philandering, or an affair with other interpersonal relationships. It can also be called cheating. A man whose wife has committed adultery is referred to as a chuckhold or cuckold while a woman whose husband has cheated is known as a cut queen. Now, the second is emotional infidelity. Now, this refers to um, emotional involvement with another person, which leads one's partner to channel emotional resources such as romantic love, time, and attention to someone else. 
Now, this comes in many forms. Um, you can say in-person involvement, online affairs, telephone, flirting, and the like. Mm-hmm, most definitely, and everything that you're saying is true. You guys, we're talking about infidelity today on this show, and we're not speaking to any one particular person. We're talking about committing infidelity when you're in a relationship or if you know someone that's going through it, and we're going to try to offer insight and advice from our point of view on how to deal with it. Um, a lot of people contacted us um, after this situation with our beloved Tiger Woods. Everybody knows who Tiger Woods is, the world's greatest golfer, so on and so forth, and they wanted to get our opinion, and um, especially they were interested in my opinion as a wife and um, because I guess Ellen was the one on the losing end of the stick, you know, where she was the one betrayed. And the only thing I can say, well, two things, I want to address that and then the rest of the show, we're really going to be just talking about infidelity, period. But it wouldn't be right if we didn't speak to the fact of what's going on. I do want to say that we wish nothing but the best for Tiger and his wife and his family. Who are we to pass judgment on someone else? I can say that the one good thing that he did do, and I'm not agreeing with what he has done, I totally feel, and I will say that, you know, period, this is my opinion, my opinion only, that it wasn't right and it was wrong and he admits that. But the one good thing he did do is he finally came out and he called it what it truly is, and that's infidelity. Not using the other words of transgressions and those kind of things, he went ahead and said he's very, very sorry, not just to his wife and family, but to the world in general, and all the many fans that felt betrayed and let down behind his actions. So we're talking about um, infidelity, and, I, and you know, we, the reason that I feel that we definitely can speak to this subject is because my husband is a professional athlete, and I'm the wife of one. So that's what we're trying to do today. And you guys know um, there was a lot of history um, written and, and a lot of stories out there about us, some negative, some positive, during my husband's 15-year career in the NBA. And um, we really never took it head on because we felt like taking the high road was the smart thing to do. We know the truth and we kept it moving. But sometimes we have touched on it on our show, and I'm very emotional about this subject because I feel like it really means, you know, more than just the whole act of being sexual with someone. And like my husband just said, there's so many different ways to commit an infidelity. It's all about that whole loyalty thing. It's all, I'm a Leo, and I'm a very loyal person, meaning by astrology. And my husband's a Taurus, as you guys probably know. But that being loyal to someone and being in a relationship and being committed is the most precious thing in this world. It's not even the fact that there's sexually transmitted diseases out there. There's the fact you can end up bringing another life into the world. Therefore, the root relationship pretty much is over at that point. There's so many different things. The emotional letdown and the hurt that it causes someone because of the dishonesty is detrimental. So I know we got a ton of emails on our MySpace, and even at our uh, Jackie Christie Direct email, people were saying, I know you guys are going to talk about it on the show. Please be fair and address everything. Don't sugarcoat it because we really want to know how you guys really feel. So I'm making sure that today when we that we're giving you our honest opinions, right, babe? No question about it. I, I think that would be the only way to uh, to right. address it. It's unfortunate in so many different ways, but first and foremost, the, the breaking up of a family or right. all of the different things that go along with that, and there's children involved in different things. So it's unfortunate on so many different fronts. Oh, most definitely, you guys. And here is a few questions that we received from you guys because we're going to be moving along quickly with the show. We have guests that we're welcoming and so on, and so we want to make sure that we get it all in. Um, this is definitely something that's very important. I see the call lines lighting up, and I hear some uh, music, I think it is, in the background. Oh, well, let's let's listen to that for a second, you guys. That sounds like it's More Than My Pride by Bobby Tinsley. And um, that's a beautiful song, so you definitely should go to his MySpace and check that out further. 
But um, back to what we were talking about, we're going to um, jump right into the questions that we got from you guys. Um, number one is, what should a wife do if she thinks her mate is cheating? And I think that's addressed to me and my husband, so we'll give you both perspectives, both points of views. Um, I can start. I would say that if she suspects, first and foremost, sit down with your partner and ask. Ask the question. If you're in a relationship where your partner's not a talker or he doesn't or she doesn't communicate very well, uh, make sure that um, they understand that this is something that's detrimental to the relationship, and if that's what's going on, you need to know the truth. But definitely sit down and communicate and try to talk about it first and foremost before you just assume, because sometimes that's a real hurt a person if that's not what they're doing and it just all the little um, innuendos point to that, it could still be just innocent. So talk to them first. That's what I would say. No and, question, baby. I, I would say ask. But more than anything, you want to make sure with something like that. And the best way to do it is go directly to the horse's mouth and find out. And like my wife said, communication. And that's going to be a, uh, a line that you see throughout this entire show is communication because it's so, so very big, baby. Now, also, we got a question that says, is it true all men cheat, or is that just a stigma? Now, with this one, I'll answer this one first, baby. I would say that it's a stigma. I think that we live in a promiscuous world, and there is a lot more uh, cheating and different things that we mm-hmm. uh, that we see nowadays maybe than we've seen in the old days or times past or whatever. But uh, when you say all of anything, that uh, it, it's really hard to, to put all men into that. I would say that on both sides there's a lot of cheating. It's unfortunate, though, that men are, are being donned that hat because not all men cheat, and I can speak for that because I am a man. Most definitely, and I would also have to say that I think it is a stigma, meaning every individual is just that. They are an individual. Um, I can't speak for other people, but I can definitely say, you know, like my husband said, there's there's definitely a stigma put on men in general, but there's women out there that do the same thing. And I think that if you get an honest person, it starts with the person themselves. And if the gentleman, since the question was directed towards men cheating, um, if he feels respect and love for himself and for who he is and he's confident in himself, Usually you won't run into a cheater. You won't run into someone that feels that they need to have more than one person. Usually they're satisfied being in a relationship and knowing that they got somebody that has their back, and they usually don't fall for it. But, you know, there it is. It also comes with being strong. You have to be a strong individual to stay focused. And there's a lot of tantalizing things, and I, I attested to this. Just like they keep bringing out different, you know, kids' toys, and they always make it look so colorful and bright and beautiful, and, oh, my God, I've got to have that toy. I'm going to feel great. Women, you know, with our handbags and our shoes and our clothing and this and that and jewelry, men with all the latest gadgets and gadgets and new rims for the car and all of these different things, that is the way society is built. They they know how to tantalize you with things. They know how to... Um, tempt you with things. So if you're a strong individual and you can stay focused and you don't fall easily to temptation, usually you can keep that whole cheating thing on the ropes. It can be kept out of your relationship. And, you know, it's funny because after so many years of being faithful and committed, you don't want anything less. You just want to have that solid, pure thing. So I I definitely wanted to just add that. Next we have, what is the one thing couples can do to cheat-proof their relationship? I would just have to say again, Honesty, communication, belief in one's self, and belief in the relationship in general. If you have those key elements, usually you you will have a cheat-proof relationship, but nothing is guaranteed. It takes two people to have a solid and pure marriage or relationship, honey. I would agree, baby. I would also say, obviously, communication, trust, um, 
being romantic with your with That's your right. mate. But you know, one thing when you talk about cheating, you're talking about uh, someone who's searching, who's looking. There, it, whatever it's something within them that they are not satisfied with, and mm-hmm. that in and of itself, you have to be able to fulfill each other, to fulfill your partner, and both of you guys need to be open enough to communicate to find out what those things are that you need, so that this person isn't out there searching for something outside of their relationship. That I think will help cheat proof your relationship. Also, we have: Can a person ever get over being cheated on, and if so, how, baby? I would have to say definitely. They can get over it, but it's going to take time, and it's going to take counseling, and it's going to take believing in themselves and knowing that that other person, it wasn't you that caused them to go out and do something against the relationship. It was them and something, like my husband said, they were searching for within themselves, and they didn't feel they had it with you. And you have to say, I'm going to, I'm going to you know, pray about it. I'm going to heal. I'm going to, you know, I, I've gotten over things before, and not necessarily cheating, but just things in general by, you know, reciting, you know, the prayer. Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom and knowledge to know the difference. Now, that's a pared-down version, but that's what I personally dealt with in my past when I was hurt about something or someone wasn't doing something that I felt they should do because I was giving my all or something like that. So definitely, um, you can get over it, I believe, but it's going to take time, and you can't rush it, and you can't look to that other person to make you feel better about it. They've already, hey, look at it the real way. They've already went out and cheated, so they're really the last person who needs to try and assist you. They really need to repent and figure out how they're going to make themselves a better person. You guys should communicate and talk about it. And then you have to live your life. If you choose to stay in the relationship, understand and know that, you know, usually when someone does something like that, you know, is it really worth sticking around? And if they have another self uh esteem issue or problem or something that they feel they're missing? Are they going to go out and do it again? And is your health at risk in that way? You know, how promiscuous are they? So on and so forth. These are questions you have to ask yourself. That is totally correct, baby. I would say the two things are, are they run hand in hand, trust and time. Mm-hmm. And trust, uh, how do you get trust? Trust is gained over an amount of time with different things that you go through. And really, to trust, you're going to have to open back up to hurt again, and that could be very, very difficult. So it's going to take some definite time. It's going to take some communication. But like my wife said, the person that cheated on you is probably the last person that you need to be trying to coach you through that. This is something that you have to work through for yourself. But more than you, because you didn't do anything, the person who cheated is going to have to figure out him or her what their next move is going to be. Are they going to be able to be loyal or not? And if not, then you probably don't want them in your life. Most definitely. The next question we have, and we're going to move right along pretty swiftly going um, on with the rest because this is something that we could talk about and speak to for hours, you guys. We're both passionate about this. Number five is, is the fact someone is successful more reason that they cheat? And I would definitely have to, again, agree that that's a stigma put on people because really if you're doing the things you want to do in life and you're reaching your goals or you're trying to and you're striving to be a better person and be positive and you're accomplishing even small things, you don't have to necessarily be successful monetarily or financially, um, that doesn't make you want to cheat. So I would say it's a stigma. And, no, um, a lot of times we see successful people as, um, you know, they're right in front of us. The news is the headlines is that person and what they've done, their transgressions, their infidelities. So we think that, oh, my God, when they get money, they go out and they cheat. There's regular people that may not um, be looked at in society as highly successful that do the same thing. So I definitely would say that's a stigma. 
I would have to agree with you, baby. What success brings is more options, and more options really success is visual financial progression, and it's something that is created that isn't really true because anybody can be successful in anything that they do, whether you're in the NBA or whether you do whatever it is that you do, you can be successful. So, And I want to say one thing on that, too, is like my husband said, it brings more options, but look at the options, you guys. How important are those options? What are the options? Are they even worth calling them an option? You know, a lot of times these women and these men go, and if they're willing to put themselves at a low enough level to get into a relationship with someone that they know is already committed, there in, in, in itself lies a person that doesn't respect themselves. They, they're, they're not even worthy of your time. So make sure when you're looking, as my husband stated, at the options, you realize what kind of option that truly is, and it's really not one. It, and if it is, it's a bad one. So make sure that, you know, and like I said, I'm going to keep it very real with you guys because I understand there's a lot of animosity. I see all the chat rooms lit up all over the Internet and everywhere. I see the kind of comments people are making and the questions they're asking. And so if I can help in any way, I'm going to definitely let you know how I feel about the whole situation. Situation. Infidelity is something I don't put up with at all, and um, it's not something that um, I think anyone really should, but there again, it's the person and their decision on what they do. Um, the last question is, is cheating just when someone is intimate, or can it be in other ways as well? Wow, honey, I, I think it could be in a lot of different ways. I mean, because you can be cheating by having a conversation with someone and not necessarily in a intimate relationship. You know, you could sit there and, and be cheating by, you know, flirting with someone. You know in your heart of hearts whether it's something that you would want done to you, what you're doing to your mate. If you're sitting there and you're flirting or you're leading someone on or you're texting or calling or doing something in a way that it could hurt the other person or it would make them question why are you doing that, that's a form of cheating to me because it's going to lead to not being a good thing. It's going to lead you down a road that you may not want to go down or it's going to lead that person to think that there's something there and it may not even be nothing there and it's just not fair. It's, it's unfair. You know when you're in a committed relationship, respect yourself. Respect yourself 100% at all times no matter what and you don't have them issues and worries. That That is totally correct. And, and obviously if you don't want to be in a relationship, right. then you can do whatever in the hell you want to do and you can go out there and do whatever. But if you are going to be in a relationship, you have to respect yourself, everybody. And to answer that question, intimate, and there's so many different ways because, like my wife said, from the telephone to flirting to uh, on the Internet to in person, there's so many different ways that uh, you really, really have to make sure that you are handling your business. Oh, most definitely, you guys. Um, I definitely want to give you guys um, some tips that we have, our 10 top ingredients um, that's needed in a relationship or marriage to have it last and to be pure. But first, I want to share a little something with you guys. Um, this is called The Hardest Part, and this is by the artist Shani, who, if you guys are familiar with our show, and I'm sure most of you are, um, you're asking to hear it. I'm going to let you hear it. Here we go right here and just a small part of it. Wish we could. 
And you guys, I ended up playing the whole thing because it was just beautiful. We are experiencing a tiny bit of technical difficulty. As you already know, it's cold. It's real cold. We're in the Pacific Northwest, and it's freezing up here. But here are our top ten things that you are going to need. Remember, this show is about infidelity and what it does to a relationship. And um, here's our top ten ingredients. Honey, you want to start? Let me start it off. And first and foremost, you are going to need trust. That thing that we talked about earlier, trust is something that is built over time, but it is definite, definite ingredient in a long-lasting relationship. And and when you say trust, honey, you're talking about trust, meaning you have to be able to trust that your mate's not going to go out and commit infidelity, is not going to go out and flirt with someone at the grocery store, is not going to go out and, you know, see a woman pumping her gas and have thoughts of uh, impure thoughts. You know what I mean? That's what we're talking about. You've got to be able to trust that person 1,000% pretty much with your life because nowadays, as you guys know, our daughter is the United States Youth Ambassador on HIV-AIDS Awareness, and she lets people know about the dangers of that disease and how, you know, you've got to protect yourself. So 
Um, the next one we have is honesty. You have to be honest. If you are in a situation or you are uh, being friendly with your coworker and your mate asks about it, why not just tell the truth? If you're not up to anything, it wouldn't hurt you to be honest with them and let them know exactly where you're coming from. Correct, honey? That is totally correct. Honesty is the best policy, as everybody has known for many, many years. Now, number three is communication. Now, communication is so, so very big because Everything comes from communication, whether that is communicating verbally or nonverbally. But when you are able to talk to your mate, when you're able to go to them, you guys can have a conversation. You can talk about whatever the problems are, get them out on the table, and at the end of it, both of you guys are able to walk away and feel good about it, not one dominating and then somebody else feels good and someone doesn't. That is when you have true, true communication, and that is a definite key ingredient in a relationship. Oh, my God, most definitely, baby. And number four, you guys ready for this one? Loyalty. You have to be a loyal mate. You cannot be in a relationship and expect your mate to be loyal to you, but you're not being loyal to them. And when we talk about that, we're talking about across the board. It it all encompasses the trust the honesty, the um, everything that's included here and in these ingredients. But being loyal to someone is, you know, I'm, I'm with them, I'm down with them, I got their back and they got mine no matter what. That is what it's all about. And we also have infinite love. And you guys heard that. Obviously, this is what uh, radio show you're listening to, Infinite Love Talk Radio. And infinite love is unconditional, unending, undying love for the other person and understanding for each other. And it just encompasses everything because love is something that conquers all. It is something that is inside of you. And if you embed it in your relationship, it can turn into infinite love, which is a, a very, very beautiful thing. Trust me on that one. Oh, my God, and that's not no joke, you guys. Number six is respect. Um, we, You know we talk so much about respect on our radio shows. And, you know, over the years that we've had this show and all of our mass following and everybody always talks about how in a relationship, if you don't have respect, you pretty much don't have anything. You've got to not only respect your mate, you have to also respect yourself. That is correct, baby. And number seven is camaraderie. And when you talk about camaraderie, it is something that is between the two of you, something that you guys have in common. This is your comrade, therefore camaraderie. This is a person that you are willing to go into the trenches with, that you know that you can trust, you can turn your back to, and you don't have to worry about anything because this person truly, truly has your back. Camaraderie is number seven. Oh, most definitely. And you guys, I want to tell you, like I said a little while ago, we are experiencing some technical difficulty. We have a guest we want to bring on the show, and our producers just let us know that we may not be able to bring him on today. I know he's probably listening, but um, we are really, really, really winging this show right now. We can't even see the dashboard. So I just want to let you guys know to hang with us, and um, we're going to definitely keep giving you um, the show. Today it is about infidelity. We're offering our thoughts and ideas and tips on how to deal with it if you find yourself involved in a relationship that has that. Um, we have number eight being friendship. You've got to be best friends. Um, more than anything, when you are someone's friend and they can feel that, they can talk easily with you. You know how they always say, you know, guys sometimes want to talk to their buddies or hang out with their buddies more so than their girl? If you're being their best friend, and vice versa too, you guys, this isn't just for guys, it's for girls too. You know, if, if you are being her best friend, nobody ever feels that they need to go anywhere and discuss anything that's your two private business 
except for with each other. you got to be best friends, and that includes be having things in common. Find out what he or she likes and get involved. Learn about it so that you guys can do those things together. It just it makes the bond that much stronger. That is correct, baby. Friendship is something that you have to have before you have anything else. You must, must definitely be friends. Number nine is openness to each other. Now, this is a big one because it's not so much the communication. It is a form of communication, but openness to each other means in so many different ways because if you don't feel that you can go up and give your partner a hug, if you don't feel that you can talk <laughs> to them, if you don't feel that you can do those certain things, then all of a sudden there's a line drawn in Therefore, the person isn't as open as they might normally be. And this is big because if you're going to be in a relationship, you want to be open to your mate. You want your mate to be open to you and be able to come to you, talk to you, and tell you any of their hopes, dreams, aspirations, all those things, and not feel uh, the fear of, you know, someone turning their back against you or, or, or scorning you or looking at it as, oh, that's a bad thing. So openness to each other is a big one, guys. Oh, my God, my husband is so right. And it also entails you being open enough with that person to try new things, you know. I, I just have to tell you guys, and I won't go into private details, but my husband's a man of many different hats and different things, and I've learned so much from him, and vice versa. I hope he's learned a lot from me over the years. But being open is, you know, willingness to trust your partner and try different and fun things. It keeps the fire lit. And, oh, by the way, you guys, I'm going to share a little tip with you guys. We are going to be coming out with something very special for Valentine's Day for couples and people in relationships are looking for relationships. I won't give you more than that. I'll just say keep your ears open and your eyes open um, and check back with all, us at all of our websites, and um, you will see it, uh, an announcement very soon. And lastly, we have understanding. Um, that is a huge one as well. And, you know, when I say that, sometimes your mate or you may get on their nerves. You have to be understanding enough to say, you know what, I love this person and they love me, but let's go ahead and let's work it out. Um, they made a mistake. They left the refrigerator open, for example. I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to understand that they are a human being and human beings make mistakes. We all do. And that's what we're talking about. We're using a generic example, but you've got to be understanding in your relationship for it to work. That is totally correct, baby. Understanding is a big one because everything that we've talked about up to this point, you have to have understanding for it because a relationship is two people working together, and if you're working together, you're going to see different intricacies about a person, habits, and a lot of mm -hmm. different things that uh, they may like about you, they may not like about you, and vice versa. But understanding is something that can bridge that gap and create a stronger, more tight-knit relationship, which uh, is the biggest, biggest thing in a relationship is keeping things tight and strong together. So understanding comes in at 10. Oh, most definitely. And guess what, you guys, next we have for you. And we, we want you to also understand that at, at one time or another, we know we've all been betrayed by somebody we trusted, right? And we felt the sting of deceit and subsequent shattering of self-confidence. Once trust is broken, it is much like a glass window. It cannot be fixed. It cannot be. It can be taped up, though, and it can be glued. It can be pieced together, et cetera, but it can never be the intact and unbroken window it once was. So we want to let you guys know, don't expect it to be exactly the way it was before, but believe in yourself and, and believe in the fact that, you know, people make mistakes and you can keep on moving and your life doesn't have to be over. And we're going to jump right on down into hot topics. Uh, we do have our switchboard back up and live, so if our, our guest does call in, we will be definitely putting him right on with you guys. But we got a lot happening in the world of news, huh, baby? What's buzzing? Well, you already know that oh, everything's buzzing, the bees buzzing, you on the 
stop right now. Go for it. In the news, hot topics, let us know what's going on. I'm going to tell you guys real quick. I'm going to shorten this up because we had such a good time in the first segment of the show talking about infidelity. We're going to jump right on down in the Tiger Woods, who often acknowledged he is a control freak by nature, has temporarily lost command of his, of his universe. Life as the world's most famous athlete enjoyed is begun to unravel in the morning of uh, November 27th. I'm not going to jump all into what happened. I am going to tell you that Tiger Woods has announced that he's going to take an indefinite leave away from the world of golf for a while, the sport of golf, and he's going to concentrate on being a better father, husband, and person. This is his exact words. You can go to his MySpace, TigerWoods.com, and you can hear his full speech or read his full speech, excuse me, and find out more. Um, the announcement was made um, as they were stalking his 15-foot it's a $28 million yacht, and um, they were stocking it up and getting it ready for sale. So I think he may be taking a sale with his wife and family, and they will hopefully work out um, the situation. If you guys have been following the story, it's dominated the news, and it's really unfortunate. But like we talked about in the earlier part of the show, we wish him and his wife and his family nothing but the ultimate best. That is right, babe. Now, also in the news, a bullied girl posts video and gets help from the police. Her choppy blue and blonde hair hiding her eyes of a 15-year-old voice. Her dislike for hip-hop music group that got her punched by a fellow classmate. The whole thing was caught on tape in a social media investigation, and the police have come in and swooped down to help. This happened uh, in Newark, Ohio, as six to ten classmates were following a girl home, and all of a sudden one of them came up and punched her in the face because she did not like. The name of this hip-hop group, you guys, is the Insane Clown Posse. Now, this is one of those things that as we uh, go along with the Internet and YouTube and all that different stuff, we're seeing more and more of this stuff that is caught on tape by, ironically, the same day. Uh, as the bullying incident, uh, Chicago honor student Darion Albert was beat to death. The incident, his incident, was also caught on videotape and shared online. And the three teens, uh, they pleaded uh, not guilty. And uh, hopefully, this is the type of thing that we're seeing. We're seeing more Big Brother. We're seeing more people are watching with telephones and all the different uh, video devices out there. So unfortunate, but you guys, uh, watch out, especially for your children. Oh, my God, definitely, you guys. That's crazy. They, so they just beat her up because she didn't like the music. Uh, insane Clown Posse was the wow. name. Uh, interesting. Oh, my God. Well, the last thing in Hot Topics is science could be closer to finding ways to prevent or cure diabetes. So that's some good news. Um, a study has found that a gene commonly studied by cancer researchers has been linked to metabolic inflammation that leads to diabetes. I'm not going to go into the full um, disclosure on what it is. Definitely Google diabetes or scientists getting closer to finding a cure, and you can find out more information about it. So that's just a hot topic that they're talking about, really um, interesting story, so you definitely want to do that. And we're going to jump right on down before we hit sports in a little bit into 60 Seconds with J&D. And <laughs> you guys know that last week, okay, my husband kind of clown me, right? And so this week, I'm looking to even up the score. But as I told you guys, our switchboard is like going bananas. It's so cold right now, and the East Coast is where it's out of. And so it's like 
cutting on and off, so I can't really, like, do the little things that I wanted to do for my 60 seconds. So I'm giving you the heads up. I'm going to still try to attempt it without it. But if, if by chance you guys like his better, it's only because I have to admit that this I've been sabotaged with this, this um, switchboard. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're going to get started right away, and he's going to go right on ahead, and he's going to go first. Well, I, I was thinking 60 seconds. You know what? It's Christmas time, so my 60 seconds is, oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree, where do we start? I got it. Find a great spot. Six inches to six feet plus, it really doesn't matter. While you're dressing old Christmas tree up, try a fruit platter. Christmas spirit is what it's all about, so no grouches or grinches. Please, anyway, give old Christmas tree nice and straight. Then beautiful lights await, white, red, and green. You know what I mean. Brighter is better. Bulbs in the shapes, all different shapes and sizes, bobbles and candy canes, glitter, gold, and silver, and white. Oh, Christmas tree will help you make your Christmas night. So gather, stack it with gifts, and wait for that great day, December 25th. Oh, Christmas tree. That's my 60 seconds, everybody. Oh, my God. Well, guess what, you guys? I'm not even going to be able to do my – that was high, and I'm not going to be able to do my 60 uh, seconds because okay. I really don't think it's a fair chance if I can't do what I wanted to do because it's what okay. You, okay, you want me to try? Next, I'm going to try, you guys. Next. No, 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 no. I'm going to try. You guys ready for this? Okay. Let me see. I'm, I'm going to really attempt it. Okay. Here we go. I think she's trying to cheat you guys. <laughs> see, it is. Okay, you guys. Girl, you see Marcus Wakisha the other day, trying to play like he ain't seen me. He know he got a crush on me. Right? Let's go. Say you're looking, posted on the wall. Say you like my sweat and how I walk with heels on. From your fresh fade to your white feet. Got me thinking about you walking with me. I can see it in your eyes that you are surprised That you will never want with me And I won't approach you Cause I'm VIP
is that time of the show, everybody. I think my wife tricked me on that one. Sixty seconds. She went <laughs> over six. It was over sixty seconds, so we are not. You see Marcus Wakisha the other day. Well, let's do it like this, everybody. It is that time of the show where we share some sweet love and romance as well as poetry, spoken word, and today we'll share a poem with you. And guess what? Since I'm the only one that did my 60 seconds, I'm going to put my poem in my pocket, and my lovely wife and co-host will do the honors. So, baby. Oh, my God. I, I don't even know where to start. I really wish that... um. We didn't have uh, the technical difficulties that we're having, but, you know, it, we, when you can't control it and you're dealing with, like, a producer and so on and so forth, Girl. kind of network, you got to... Girl. Girl. You see Marcus... Girl. You see Marcus Wakisha the other day? Trying to play like he ain't seen me. Everybody, we're going to have to he get back with you next me. week. We're having that right? much attempt to evict on that one. Approach her 